Hi, hey, hello, and suffer with the rest of us. This is a Colts podcast brought to you by FanNation on SI.com. My name's Brandon. I'm joined here by your co-host, my best friend, Andrew Moore. Who gives a shit? You know, I mean, who cares? I don't. Do you care? Uh, Andrew, let's just go follow us at a Colts podcast at a Colts podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. <sighs> Colts lose. Colts get this shit kicked out by the Jaguars. Okay. This wasn't some like, oops, we lost in Jacksonville. I mean, we really, really got our asses kicked, uh, by the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Andrew, how are you doing? Are you recovered? Are you alive? The only I'm thing good clearly about, happy. The only thing good about my Sunday is my beautiful fiance had her bridal shower. Nobody that went to that bridal shower mm-hmm. listened to this show, but shout out to everybody that made her shout day out fantastic. Including my fiance, by the way. Yeah. Including my fiance. <laughs> over over the top happy about that. This Colts game was the most abysmal Colts game I have ever watched in my entire life. And I watched the Peyton Manning throw five interceptions. I watched 2011 when the Colts went down to New Orleans and lost, I think it was 62 to 7, 62 to 3, when the year that Peyton Manning was injured. The reason that this was the worst. but But then you expected it. The reason this was the worst Colts game I have ever seen is because Matt Ryan was out there. Starting quarterback was out there. Best running back in the league is out there. Top five defensive tackle in the league is out there. You have an offensive line that's paid the most out of anybody in the NFL. And you absolutely get your teeth kicked in like that. Unacceptable. All right. Unacceptable. Uh, let's throw in some uh, quick comments here that popped up before the show. Andrew Wyatt Law, longtime listener, first-time caller. I'm normally a glass-half-full kind of guy, but even I can't point out <clears throat> to anything positive to take away from this crap show. Tyler Dietering, friend of the show. I know they were down nine care, or I know they were down, but nine carries for the best running back in the league after giving him what thirty carries last week, thirty-one. Unreal. Uh, he they actually used him in the running game while down last week to bring him back. Uh, the only positive uh, from the game was Grover. Everything else was negative. Coaching, effort, execution, everything from stats, Matt. Uh, Hurts being a Colts fan rock right now. Dr. Seuss. Uh, <laughs> um, I mentioned I don't care. Why should, you know, why, 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 why would it care? Well, the players didn't look like they cared, says Matt. So why why should you? Uh, paper why bags. would you care? You paper bags. Why would you care? Why would you care? Uh, I mean, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, nine carries, 54 yards. Uh, <clears throat> Colts lost zero to 24. Last time the Colts were shut out in Jacksonville, the game that they lost six to nothing back in 2018 when Andrew Luck was still Holy there. Shit. Been a while. And again, hey, same stadium, same team. This. this game fucking sucked. Explicit. <laughs> I, I, it's it's you, Andrew. Here's how funny. I, here's how funny I thought your. Here's how funny I thought your outline was today. I I started screaming, laughing, and had to show Paige. Here here's the outline today, guys. Andrew very usually very detailed, very specific about what he wants to talk about. Andrew, what do you think about the offense today? Trash. Trash. Andrew, what do you think about the defense today? Trash. Trash. Andrew, I added this one in for you. Coaching. Trash. Trash. Not good. I, I mean, it's it's the game ended around three forty-five. It's eight o'clock, and it's still hard to really process what just happened. I mean, we'll we'll dive into the offense, I guess. What I mean, you have an offensive head coach, as stats Matt brings out a hell of a stat: three shutouts for Indy since two thousand three, all against Jacksonville. I mean, you have an offensive head coach. You go out and you trade for a quarterback that may has made it to a Super Bowl is in the top 10 all time in passing yards and passing touchdowns. You have the best running back in the league. You have the number one paid offensive line in the NFL with Quentin Nelson with that huge extension. 
which I, I mean, Quentin Nelson, I don't think played too terribly. I think maybe Quentin Nelson was the only offensive lineman that did show up, but Ryan sure Kelly is going to play a better football game. Well, probably Ryan Kelly. What are you doing? Braden Smith. What are you doing? Matt Pryor. You look like Sam Tevy did last year. Uh, Danny Pinter. Where are I don't you? Think we have much to look forward to. It's it, it was a, it was just astounding how bad this offense looked. I mean, wide receivers. I mean, we'll get to you, Chris Ballard in a bit. Do you want to hear something hilarious in my brain? We beat the chiefs next week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like could, I mean, the NFL is so wild. It could happen, but eat shit. Um, why, what, don't, what, I don't know what stats Matt's doing here in the moderation. I don't know what he's doing. Let it through. Let the stat Tyler Dietering's allowed to comment. I don't know what he <laughs> blocked. I don't know what just happened. Matt, put that comment through. I don't know how to fix it. Um, what was I saying? I don't know. You got off on a tangent that you, you lost focus. Let's, let's, let's bring it, let's bring it back in here. But I mean, the offense should not look that bad against the Jacksonville team. It looked like the, 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 there was just no purpose with the offense. It seemed like the Colts tried to run it with Jonathan Taylor. The offensive line got zero push because Jacksonville focused all of their attention on Jonathan Taylor and dared the Colts to beat them through the air. Absolutely could not do it. I mean, I'll bring up Matt. Let's start at the top of the quarterback, Matt Ryan. Pause. Tyler Dieterink's comment was Frank on the hot seat question mark. Same shit as last year, running some games not running virtually at all other games. We're we'll, gonna get we'll get to it. But we're Matt, gonna get to the Frank Wright conversation. Matt Ryan, 16 of 30, 195 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions, five sacks, and a quarterback rating of 34.0. As compared to Trevor Lawrence, who was 25 of 30, 235 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero sacks, and a quarterback rating of 121.5. If Trevor Lawrence played the Colts every single day or every single game, he would be the best quarterback of all time. Top five, at least. Plain and simple. But Top five in the league right now, at least. I think you're pushing a top five, top all time. When you have... When you have a a t when you have an offense that you've really invested a lot into, especially that offensive line up front, which I, if there if heads do roll, I think it should start with Chris Strausser and Kevin Mawai, the offensive line coaches. It's unacceptable to be these guys aren't rookies. They Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, and Braden Smith are each paid top five in their position at least and and you just get absolutely dominated up front like that it's inexcusable and and, and it's it's it happened last week against the texans we go back to last year it happened last year against jacksonville happened last week against the raiders you can't blame that you're coming back from covid any longer i mean this this is four games in a row where an offensive line that is paid to be elite has looked bottom five in the league. And I mean, for, for a team that focuses so much on the fronts, when your fronts aren't producing, you get your ass kicked. And that's exactly hey. what's had happening to the Colts. Listen here, Wayne Taylor. I am also pissed. Okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. I'm also pissed. Andrew, what I tell you, and, and we're just going to blend, uh, you know, the trash offense and the trash defense uh, into one here. Uh, I told you. I said, the way we covered last week, we are in trouble if we continue because we'll make Trevor Lawrence look like a top-five quarterback because Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, and Marvin Jones Jr. are veteran guys who have receiving skills, and they combined for 157 yards, two touchdowns, plus uh, Travis Etienne's 33 receiving yards and 20 rushing yards. Uh, James Robinson's 64 rushing yards. Doesn't sound like much, but there's a touchdown in there. It just seemed like James Robinson didn't have any long, long runs, but it always seemed like when he needed to get a first down, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the defense had no answer. Defense couldn't tackle. Um, it, it, the, the, the offense, Naheem Hines, starts out first drive, two catches, keeping us going. Didn't see Naheem Hines the rest of the game, damn near it felt like. Just nonsensical bullshit. I'm... It, 
I can't even form a linear podcast right now because my brain keeps going here and there and here and there and here and there and I want to talk about it all at once and I can't let's I mean we, we look at the defense here in line Andrew this is my job normally you keep it in line today I didn't since I didn't put the detailed outline uh it's we're all over the place but hey makes for makes for good content I guess well Everyone let's start feels like we do right now let's every start every single person listening to this feels like we do right now let's start with the defensive front outside of Grover Stewart who Grover Stewart has been the best defensive lineman for the Colts this year. Yeah. Agree? Yeah, 100%. I, I actually, we, we were together. I was like, Big Grove's been playing a great game. I mean, you you get you get Yannick Ngakwe. You trade away Rocky Sin, who Rocky Sin has, I mean, he's been playing pretty well over he there in Las Vegas. In the game he was just in. Yannick Ngakwe, where are you, bud? I mean, I know I know you read my articles, and I know you, you follow me on Twitter, but an inexcusable. That that he's not affecting the game. This this was all supposed to change with this attacking front. You get the guys split out wide. You bring in Unique Ngakwe. Quiddy Pay is supposed to take that second year leap. You don't get a single sack on on Trevor Lawrence. DeForest Buckner, I know you're hurt, but if you're hurt and you're playing, I mean you, you're considered Matt Ryan's to be had hurt. five times. By the way, it's. This defensive line on a defense that that is predicated on getting pressure up front with your with your top four guys did nothing. Do you want line to... the linebackers? Bobby O'Carrake missing coverages. Zaire Franklin, what do you do with just just Bobby got fucking lit up one just, play too. I don't know if you saw the one I'm talking about, but Bobby got lit up. Uh, this this defense who is supposed to do more press coverage. It looked like Matt Eberflus' system out there where free releases. Kenny Moore, who was holding out, and I wrote an article. I said, hey, pay the man. Kenny Moore doesn't need – I mean, he looks like he should be cut after what's happened. And this isn't just these first two games. He played bad in Jacksonville. Like, Kenny Moore, show up, bud. You're you're claiming all this money, that claiming that you shouldn't be paid like a slot corner. You should be paid as a top outside corner. And you can't even – guard christian kirk on a simple texas route in the red zone buddy i mean uh, don't pay him now i don't even know if he should get another contract with the colts if this keeps up the entire no turnovers created entire defense i mean I, we we moved on from the offense pretty quickly but entire defense uninspired looked like they couldn't give a damn to be out there stefan gilmore dropped an interception julian blackman dropped an interception What's going on? I mean, it, if Shaquille Leonard is really that valuable to this defense, where if he isn't on the field, this defense is bottom five in the league. When we were talking about it should be possibly top five in the league. Maybe instead of $100 million, you should go out and pay Shaquille $200 million if he's really that important to this defense. That was pathetic. Pathetic showing by the Indianapolis Colts defense. Offense, we, hell, yes, we, talked, about, we talked about kicking. For how much last week? Chase McLaughlin didn't even get a chance to kick. Not a single one. Well, he had chances, and Frank Reich just chose not to put him out there. Which, by point, the way, by the way, by the way, by the way, point, by the, the way, game by was the way, out of was out of. By the way, so who cares? Listen. Oh, should they send somebody out to kick, or should they just go for two on every touchdown? What fucking touchdowns, you fucking <laughs> morons? What touchdowns? What's what's the matter? Kick the fucking ball. Let's see if we have a field goal kicker at least, because apparently we're not going to put it in the end zone anyway. What are we talking about? Two point conversions. We haven't scored a touchdown. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, Gilmore played soft. I mean, they, he played okay. They they did throw his way. Um, the one the one that is in my brain right now is the one where he had a chance to make a tackle and he and he just let the guy get a first down because he got outpowered. Um. Dropped interception by Julian is when he got hurt. I thought it was the tackle. Andrew corrected me. It was the interception. Dropped um, interception. Dropped interception. Big punts by Hack Hawk. You know, yeah. he did a lot of them. I mean, <laughs> FedEx punt and, punt and player of the week. Matt Hawk. Matt Hawk. Colts player of the game. <laughs> we'll how, hey, Andrew, how big do you think the spread will be against Kansas City? Oh, man. <laughs> 20. <laughs> at least at least 10 points truly i believe that 
I mean, Vegas always gives the home team two points or something. I don't, so okay, I'll say, so, okay, eight I'll say seven, seven and a half. I think Kansas City will be seven and a half point favorites. All right. Um, I, I, here you want to hear something hilarious? Matt Ryan, a Colts game. Matt Ryan, uh, sixteen for thirty, hundred ninety-five yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Do you want to hear something hilarious? I'm not even mad at Matt Ryan. <laughs> I'm <laughs> the poor guy. That poor guy was fighting for his life. Nobody, cir- nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills unless you're a Colts podcast. Let's circle back to the offense and talk about that egregious wide receiver room that so, did nothing. The today. first the first interception. Uh, Michael Pittman's going to get paid $25 million a year. I hope so. The first interception, uh, the receiver, according to the announcers, and, and you tell me what you think, was supposed to run an outright there and they continued to fade uh deep as opposed to hitting their sideline route. It was like a it was like a deep out is what it looked like Matt Ryan thought they were supposed to be running. Matt Ryan thought it was a single high cover three and so he was gonna drop in there and it turned out that it was a cover two. Matt Ryan got fooled on that and he shouldn't have lobbed it up there. No and it wasn't never. even an accurate throw. So I I put I put that I'd probably say 80 20 on Matt Ryan. Okay. Now, the other two, though, like, I mean, by that point, one, we're desperate. Two, he's under duress the whole game. He's just trying to make something happen. I, are number two and three on him probably solely? Sure. But can we blame the offensive line and the receivers for not giving him any time and not getting open the whole game? And he feels like, damn it, I got to try to do something right now. Definitely. I mean, if... It- how what wild sucks. is it? How wild is it to look at that stat line and go, well, I'm not super pissed at Matt Ryan. What sucks? What sucks about the TV broadcast? Is you can't see the all 22 film with the receivers yeah. running down the field. But when the Colts are in the red zone, you can see it a little bit better. And you saw what you saw was Matt Ryan scrambling for his life because Desmond Patman, Mike Strawn, Ashton Doolin, Paris Campbell, Campbell. Mo Alley Cox could not get open, could not get open. And that's why Matt Ryan was running for his life, scrambling out to his right almost every single play, just trying, pleading, can somebody get open? And and nothing. And that's and I guess I guess we can go this will be a transition into coaching. Let's do we'll, yeah. Can we we'll start out with coaching now? We'll we'll start out with this. Frank Reich. Uh, this this offensive genius who we talked about could help these wide receivers get open. Where's the scheme? Where are the schemes? Where are the crossing routes? Did I did we see a single mesh concept the entire game? I mean, I'd have to look back at the film, but I sure didn't. I don't remember us seeing that. Where's the simple quick passes to get the ball out of Matt Ryan's hands because Josh Allen is absolutely murdering Matt Pryor? What's up? What did I say when I was at your house today? Andrew, <laughs> and, and by the way, I'm no analyst. Right. This is a question I would ask you. This is a question I would ask Zach Hicks, right? Um, our our friend locked on Colts podcast and uh uh writer for fan nation on si.com. <clears throat> hey Zach, uh there's two to three guys going through the line untouched every time, right? They're they're blitzing, aren't they? Isn't that a blitz? You know, the linebackers are going through and Jonathan Taylor can only do so much to pick up a blitz. And he would say, Yes, Brandon, that's a blitz, right? And I would say, Okay. So why aren't we throwing fucking quick quick passes? Why are we not, why are we not taking advantage of this blitz? Hey Andrew, what do you do against the blitz? Screen pass, quick pass, right? Get the ball out of his hands quickly. And I'm not I'm no analyst, but that sounds like the thing to do. <laughs> Brian Hart, we suck. We we, <laughs> <laughs> we suck. We do suck. We're not very that, good. I mean, opening line six and a half is bullshit. Why law? Should be ten and a half. Well, it's just there. Again, I get back to it. Just seemed like it was uninspired football. Where Frank Reich? Where is the creativity in this? Why? Why are I mean? Why are we just when there's a loaded box, we're sending Jonathan Taylor to run in a ten man box right up the middle when the offensive line can't get any push? I mean, I wanted to see Jonathan Taylor more involved in the game. Nine rushes, I think, even when you're down, still keep the most 
the the best back in the NFL in it. Get him get him some plays out in space on quick screens because we know Jonathan Taylor can take it seventy yards to the house on every single play. Where is it? But again, we get back to that quick passing game there, and I really don't know why because Doug Peterson. That's how the Jaguars started out the game. They got Trevor Lawrence into a rhythm. And it was quick passes, quick curls, quick slants to get Trevor Lawrence into a rhythm and get the pass rush off of Trevor Lawrence. Slow down, Unique Ngakwe, Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner. And you, we saw Lawrence get into yeah. that rhythm. They drive right down the field and they get a score. Why is that so hard for Frank Reich to do? I don't understand. And I don't think you have, I, I, you don't have an answer either. Cause it's 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 mind boggling. Cause it seems like it's simple football. Simple. It's because he's football. it's because he's too cute. Listen, my mom. Okay, and I, I I've said this. This is the third season we've done this show, and I I've used my mother as an example a lot of times. If my mom is saying, "Why do we keep running the ball up the middle and up the middle and up the middle and up the middle and up the middle, over and over and over and keep getting stuff, stuff, stuff." Ever heard of running the burn a sweep, burn a toss? Maybe get it outside once just to keep, you know, to 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 keep the defensive line and the linebackers honest. You know, if my mom is pointing shit like that out, what? It's so simple. Like this game, this game is not easy, but common sense is easy. Okay, well, this isn't working. Stop doing it over and over and over. This doesn't work because it's all you do. Why well, are listen, we just doing this, 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 and not mixing it up? Well, listen to this. When I we mean, mix it up, we get too cute. I talked about how the Jaguars were selling out on the run to to stop Jonathan Taylor and daring the Colts to beat him. Why not do so this? What do you I do mean, they were they were they were a lot of they were showing a lot of man from what I remember. I mean, obviously, I'll have to go back oh, and look at the so film. You're telling me selling out on the run and running man. What you're about to say, Andrew, is. Where's the play action? Can we get a bell? Can we get a bell? What? I, I have five buttons. <laughs> and they're laughing at us. That, we're just going to let it go. Colts were the joke of the league today. But anyways, action. they're selling out on the run. You do a play action at JT, and you get two, your two fastest wide receivers on the team in Paris Campbell and Ashton Doolin. Get him in a little mesh concept. By the way, Ashton Doolin doesn't deserve the disrespect that we've been thrown at the offense. Ashton Doolin was the was the there best was wide receiver out there. One guy that played defense and one guy that played offense. That was Grover Stewart and Ashton Doolin. And that's it. I thought our biggest concern about Paris Campbell would be can he stay healthy. Our biggest concern about Paris Campbell is can he get freaking open. He had zero. He had two targets, zero catches, zero yards. Sorry, Paris Campbell, you will not be back in a Colts uniform next year. I don't know if I don't know if a lot of these guys not will right be back now. in a Colts uniform. Here, okay. Let's overreact. Let's do it. Um <clears throat> Andrew. And and there's a lot of comments about this. I was gonna bring some back up and throw them on the screen and but let's just talk about it. I'm gonna address you guys. We're all thinking the same thing. What happens to Frank right now? Uh, what happens to Chris Ballard right now? Okay. I will say, and you would say, you would say Jim Ursay does not make mid-season moves like that. Jim Ursay has also said for at least the last two off-seasons, at least, has made a huge statement and emphasis. <clears throat> huge emphasis on we will not lose to Jacksonville in Jacksonville and we will not lose week one. If there was a time that Jim Ursay was going to say, you know what? Screw it. Frank gone. Chris Ballard says now, Jim, now Mr. Ursay, we hold on. Okay. Hold on. Don't let's not be hasty. And Jim Ursay would look at him and say, do you want to go to, because that's what we're looking at. All right, Frank Ballard's out. We're going to go hire someone else as the head coach to finish the year. Um, 
it wouldn't it would not shock me if, if Jim say went and told Chris Ballard tomorrow Frank's got to go uh because year after year after year it 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 becomes unacceptable and it becomes a coaching issue if not a GM and coaching issue so ba- Ballard should be on the hot seat as well um whether or not it actually happens we'll see in the coming days it's not very not very Jim Ursay, but at the end of the day, like he we've seen it. He's fed up. He's fed up of losing these games. Um week one and at Jacksonville for whatever reason, those two games. And now we lost them both two in a row. I mean, he's got to be fuming, fuming hot. And I just all right. What do you think? Oh, by the way, one of the things I did want to say, John Fox, that's an interesting, like we were talking about Gus Bradley, Marcus Brady, Bubba. What about John Fox? Fuck it. So we're, we're 26 minutes in now to this episode. <sighs> so I'm going to, I'm going to, we got time. I'm going to give a small rant on each one of these guys, split them up because I feel like it's fair to talk about why, why I think both of them are on the hot seat right now. I don't think Ballard's getting there. I don't think it's only Reich that should be. It's on both. And for those of you that do read the receiver my work, thing, the receiver thing right now is is why Andrew believes also Ballard. For those of you that do read my work, you're gonna you're gonna want to read my article for tomorrow. I read all of Andrew's work, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure you every do. word, every period, every comma. Let's start out with Frank Reich. Occasional colon. This is this is the fifth season under Frank Reich, correct? Twenty, yeah, fifth season. Other than 2019, when the team was fired up about losing Andrew Luck, the Colts have started out slow every single year. 2022 was thought to be different because of how 2021 ended. Not the case. Same thing by Frank Reich and this this offense, this entire team. They look sluggish. They don't look motivated. They they don't look like like they're laying it all on the line. They're not executing properly. They don't look prepared. This it's not it's it, we're gone past of this has to stop. It's why does this keep happening and and changes need to be made. Whether that is with Frank Reich, whether that is with with some of the position coaches. Like I said, this offensive line's too good to be playing this bad, and they've been haven't played well under Chris Strausser in, in a while now. You you talk about the wide receivers. Yes, Reggie Wayne's a first-year wide receiver coach, but this wide receiver <laughs> group can't do anything. Can I, stop I mean, there? go ahead. On the, on the wide receiver thing, my mom said something. I was talking about I was like, you know what? If we lose this game, and this was before I even imagined we'd get shut out, uh, you know, w- that might be it for Frank. And she was talking about, well, who's going to coach? Blah, blah, blah. And she said, Reggie Wayne, I was like, have you watched him? Wide receivers, none of them are getting open. So I don't know about that, but carry on. Sorry. It's, Reggie Wayne was a hilarious answer, but that's my mom loves Reggie Wayne. I mean, some of the hires could be called into question. I mean, Scott Milanovich, quarterback coach, he was a, a buddy of Frank Reich's. We talk about uh, Chris Strausser, another buddy of Frank Reich's. We talk about Gus Bradley, someone that they hadn't worked together, but it's somebody that they, the, the Colts already had a system in mind that they wanted. So they brought in Gus Bradley instead of taking a look at other, other coordinators out there that might've been better. I mean, we're, it's, we're going through the same thing year after year after year where the Colts dig themselves uh, into a hole. They'll end up going, oh, oh, three and one, whatever it is, oh, four, one, three and one, and then try to have to bring themselves out of this hole just to go about 500 and and not be able to just run out of gas towards the end. That's same thing, different year. And, and not, I put a lot of that. I put a lot of that on, it. on Frank Reich. It, it, yeah, I, I, I 100% put it on Frank Reich. I, 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 I messaged or tweeted back at Zach today. He's like, hey, like, yeah, as rightfully so. We're shitting on Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, but don't forget the players that are out on the field too. And I said, hey, you're right, but also sloppy play like this two games in a row to start the season. And if you want to, you know, go retroactive, talk about the last two games of last season, you know, that, that's coaching. When all of the players are playing bad, all of them, all of them, they're either bad players 
or it's bad coaching. Do you think we have a bunch of bad players, Andrew? I mean, the Colts led the league sh- in pro bowlers last year. I don't think we have bad players. I don't think I, I mean, when you have five players make the top 100 list, is this true? Seven play. I mean, Googe did get fired. I don't know if it was just for a potty mouth, but Googe was a hire before Frank Reich was there. He was mm-hmm. a hire that came with the McDaniels fiasco. Um, but I, now I want to get to Ballard, and I think this is crucial because a lot of a lot of Colts fans, I don't know now, but a lot of Colts fans in the past have given given Ballard a pass, and myself included. I normally don't say bad things about Chris Ballard. This He's not perfect. This is on him. A lot, a majority of this goes on him because you're the guy that sat there all off season saying we like our group. Do you like your group now? The wide receiver group that could not get open. You drafted Alec Pierce. Big whoop. You, you're the only thing you've been able to do with an offensive group is Michael Pittman. I don't care if you drafted Paris Campbell in the second round. Nothing. When you're relying on multiple guys that are from either undrafted and Ashton Doolin, and Ashton Doolin's a hell of a player. I think Ashton Doolin's a pretty good if he's your four or five, but that's what he is, a four or a five. Desmond Patman, sixth round. Mike Strong, seventh round. We like our young guys. Well, your young guys are being drafted at the end of the draft. And the thing is, T.Y. Hilton, say what you will about him. There's some catches out there that T.Y. Hilton would have made. T.Y. Hilton can find the soft spots in the zone. He can get open. He's a security blanket that Matt Ryan could have used today. And and it doesn't didn't have to be didn't have to be uh TY Hilton. Julio Jones, do you see what he did in the Sunday night opener with with Tom Brady and the against the Dallas Cowboys? Julio Jones looked fantastic. That's where I Chris, want to bring up this comment. Uh Migsby, welcome to to the show you, you seem new haven't met yet uh qb thing hard to win with qbs that are ready to retire i i don't think matt ryan's there yet i just thank you thank you my love after that game we just need the beer thank you um but i i don't i don't think matt ryan's are ready to retire qb look and you just bring up tom brady that's where my brain went I saw this comment earlier and and you bring up Tom Brady. He's ready to retire. Hell, his wife's ready to leave him because he won't retire. Um, Matt Ryan, listen, as as ugly as Matt Ryan looked today, and if you look at his stat line today, Matt Ryan was not the problem today. And that's Matt Ryan. I don't put crazy to say. I mean, I don't put this on Matt Ryan. I really, I mean, yes, he had a big part of it, but do I, I think Matt Ryan lost this game for the Colts? No. It was the inability of this team and the stubbornness from Chris Ballard and this front office to go out there and spend big money on a wide receiver instead. And also, okay, so big money on the wide receiver. Allen Robinson, Curtis Samuel, uh, Julio Jones. Let's talk about great. the let's talk about the tight end room. Jack Doyle retires. You choose to go with two rookies. One of where is rookies, Jelani Woods? Two rookies and Kylan Granson, who's still. Has not been able to find the end zone. Fourth round pick. Where is Jelani Woods? Not not producing. I mean, the Colts want to say we want to bring him on slow, but that's the thing. This isn't a rebuild I anymore. I agree with that. This isn't a rebuild anymore. It's time for them to get guys that can have an impact now, not wait three years for Jelani Woods and, and Drew Ogletree to come on. Stats Matt says Mahomes would have lost this game with how the rest of the roster played today. I would agree. 100%. But, okay, so move on from the tight end. The Colts and Chris Ballard, what does he always say? That he believes that the fronts will, the fronts are what Both determines sucks, who wins. Though. Offensive line, you put all that money into it just to have a bottom five <laughs> offensive line in the league. Mahomes would have scored, though, is what Tyler Dietering says, and that's true. <laughs> you, you talk about, the defensive line, giving all that money to spending numerous draft capital. First round pick, Quiddy Pay. Second round pick, Dio Dangbo. Second round pick, Taekwon Lewis. Second round pick, Ben Banigou. Second round pick, Kamoko Ture. 
Uh, how many times are we going to keep going through this? I mean, you give all that money to DeForest Buckner, and believe me, DeForest Buckner has been a revelation. You trade for mm-hmm. Unique Ngakwe. Haven't seen him. Grover Stewart. Thank God. That was one good yeah. move. But when you talk about you're obsessed with the fronts, and that's what's going to win you games, that can't happen. It can't happen where you get dominated on both sides of the of the line where it doesn't look like your guys, number one, came to play. Number two, it doesn't look like they – I wouldn't say they don't care, but it doesn't look like that they are playing for a coach or playing for their teammates. I I mean, I wish I wish I was able to get into the locker room to see, get the feel inside of there, just to kind of see what some of these guys are thinking, because I'm not going to say that they lo- they've lost the locker room, but something's not right. Something is not right in this with this team, and I didn't feel this feeling when I was down there in Westfield. Something, something has changed. Something's bad. And and then I don't even kind of just to kind of finish off my rants. When when you're that stubborn and you're that unwilling to change, and you're stuck in your ways about how football should be played, I'm sorry, Chris Ballard. This isn't the mid 2000s anymore. You need to pay premium players at premium positions. I'm talking about quarterback, talking about wide receiver, talking about left tackle, where Matt Fire was a turnstile. Bernard Raymond is a rookie, so I'm going to give him a pass, but he didn't do much better. I'm talking about defensive end, and I'm talking about cornerback. Now, I know they went out and tried for quarterback for Matt Ryan, but again, 37 years old, and it really wasn't his fault. Stephon Gilmore, that's only one. Brandon Faison, what are you doing? Kenny Moore, what are you doing? Yannick Ngakwe, again, invisible. Isaiah Rogers played a good game. Isaiah Rogers played, didn't. I don't, I mean, I don't think he had any snaps on defense. He he was on special teams, teams, and that's it. Right. It's oh at, fuck off, Tyler. At this Do point, 470 yards, six touchdowns. Yeah. He he did play a good game. But at this point, it's there's no more excuses. This is too long in the Chris Ballard, Frank Reich tenure for this stuff to be happening simple as that i wonder if mike tomlin would have fielded a team like today's colts team maybe somebody needs to flip a couple tables and bench some guys to get their attention that's not frank mo that's not gonna happen all right question before we move on you're ballard your Ursay, your Ursay, you have you have you have all almighty power. Is uh, Chris Ballard still here Wednesday? Yes. You you are Ursay, not you. What you think Ursay is going to do? You're keeping Chris. You're you're keeping Frank Reich after this week. Yes, I would keep after both. the years after this week and the years and the years of this. I wouldn't because these I don't were think the two games, Andrew, we said we need to win both of these games. We need to win week one. We need to beat Jacksonville and Jacksonville. We lost them back to back. Well, as an owner, I'm also thinking about the future. And if this continues, I am saying if this continues, sorry, Frank, I know you would. I think I'm done. And I have been very with you. You know what I mean? Like you and I have been very pro Ballard, very pro Frank. I mean, very pro them. And I, I, I have finally hit my tipping point. I'm done. I, I would love to bring. I would love to make John Fox head coach. I'm not shitting you. I, I like Gus Bradley. I don't love the idea of that Marcus Brady, absolutely not. Bubba, maybe, but he's too young, not experienced enough. John Fox, j- just to finish a year. I mean, you have a fallback guy, right? John Fox is a fallback guy. Like, okay, we can use John Fox at the end of the year and figure it out next year. I wouldn't do I'm it done. yet. I know you I'm are. I, I wouldn't do it yet. And I'm also thinking, hey, if this continues, Colts have a top two pick. CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, sup? I'm not playing. I, 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 but I, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's not playing to lose. No, Matt Ryan's not playing to lose. Harry I wouldn't Spinner's do it. not playing to lose. I wouldn't. Do, I not yet anyway. I mean, they're on the hot seat, but I'm not calling for them to be fired just yet. Okay. Well, they're fired in my book. Uh, other Colts news, injuries. I mean, who gives a shit? <laughs> Shaquille Leonard back, didn't play. Michael Pittman Jr. quad didn't play. Alec Pierce concussion didn't play. We all know they weren't there. Didn't play. Week two. Slate of games. I'm done talking about the Colts. We're done. Uh, 
Week two slated games. Chiefs beat the Chargers 27-24. Uh, the Chiefs, it's it's just one of those games. Uh, first half, I think the Chiefs were down 10-0, I think, and they came down and scored a touchdown. I was like, oh, that's how this game's going to go. Patrick Mahomes is going to will this game into victory. The thing is about the Chiefs is they play their, they pay the guys the premium positions, and yeah. they don't have a pro- yeah. problem doing that. So, But Justin Herbert, man. Justin Herbert's a dog breaks his fractures cartilage in his ribs can barely run or move and he's still out there just slinging dimes I mean yeah they lost the game but Justin Herbert earned I was already a huge Justin Herbert fan earned a lot of respect in my book um churchers have no running game that's their problem yeah I drafted Austin I drafted Austin Eckler in fantasy terrible decision apparently yeah uh, he the, he got the, a, the Chargers hey, rush game is not there. He did get plenty of garbage time points. Respect for that. That's fine. I'm just, but they have no run game, and that's no. a problem there. Um, apparently the Jets beat the Browns 31 to 30. <laughs> so if that tells you anything about any of my parlays, about any of my gambling, this Joe Flacco back to be an elite. Is he back to be an elite? Joe Flacco's elite. How many pass interference calls did Joe Flacco draw? I don't know. I saw Joby, Jacoby Brissett threw an interception to uh, ice the game. So looks like Jacoby's still doing Jacoby things. Uh, Lions 36, Commanders 27. That game was 22 to 0 at one point. Good for Jared Goff. Jared Good. Goff, by the way, wish I would have started Jared Goff instead of Matt Ryan in fantasy today. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that. I That probably pains you because I know you do not like Jared Goff. I do not. I, I like Jared Goff. I do not like the way Jared Goff plays football. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I That's like fair. Jared Goff fine. That is fair. Um, And Carson Wentz gets a loss. Fuck you. Uh, Buccaneers. Carson 20. Wentz. For two games, seven TD passes. People forget. Buccaneers 20. Saints 10. Uh, started very close. It was three to three in the fourth quarter. Listen, my dad, all he cared about by the time it was the second half of the Colts game is all he cared about what was happening in the Buccaneers game today. So uh, I saw that, was it Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore got into a scuffle like in the that, fourth yeah. quarter? Oh, yeah, Lattimore was ejected. My I, think, I think both of them were. My aunt saw, oh, Lattimore ejected. That's great. I hate that guy. <laughs> It's just Marshawn Lattimore. Love your love your aunt. Yeah. Um Giants. Go Giants. Uh 19-16 over the Panthers. Brian Dable. My God. Great success. Two no Giants, by the way. Great success. I mean, Saquon oh, Barkley looks back. Good for the Giants, man. By the way, speaking of Borat, guess what? What's up? I wore my shirt all day mm-hmm. Saturday. I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars, right? Uh <laughs> Or to Johnny Appleseed Festival. And uh, some dude, some guy, didn't have the balls to say it to my face, right? But, he, you know, he gets a good 15 feet away and then starts talking like, oh, yeah, it's so cool. I wear a shirt that says I'm got gay. Starts mouthing off. And I said, are you going to shove that broom up your ass later? He's Why are we talking around. about this on the podcast? He's walking with the broom in his hand. <laughs> I don't know. Just some guys talking shit about our shirts. It pissed me off. Let's move on. <laughs> guy's going to shove a broom up his ass. Patriots 17 Steelers 14 did not see that coming. I mean, I thought the Steelers were absolutely going to destroy the Patriots. And both did. at home, hey, Bill Belichick, it looked like after the game, I mean, him and Matt, Mac Jones, they like had a like big embrace. I feel like this one meant a lot to Bill Belichick. And I mean, good for Mac Jones. I I'm actually a f- way more of a fan of this Patriots quarterback than the last one. Go figure. Okay. Um, Dolphins big comeback. Uh, they win 42 to 28, 42, 38, that's 38, on Andrew. That's on you. You're right. Um, with a late, late touchdown, Jalen Waddle, uh, maybe the best receiver in the league. Uh, time will tell. Hey, listen, you know what the Dolphins did over the uh, the offseason? They invested in the wide receiver position with Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, by the way, two Jaylen touchdowns. Waddle. One of them was a huge bomb. <laughs> so, you know, we could have had Tyreek Hill, by the way. Good for the Dolphins. We could have had him. 
Possibly. I mean, they Colts have the cap space. Possibly I don't, you. But Ty, oh, I thought Tyler had to leave, but now he's listening to us. You know, stroke the Dolphins. Um, I mean, the Dolphins still aren't going to win the division, so let's let's calm down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe we'll find out. Hey, uh, Rams thirty-one. Rams thirty-one. Falcons twenty-seven. That game was I, the Rams in a garbage time touchdown there. Right. So listen. The Rams were up 28 to three and the Falcons started on the comeback. Wouldn't have that been sweet? Uh, what is it? I don't even no, know the not. word. Irony. Yeah. Irony. There you go. Coming back from 28 to three to beat the Super Bowl champions. Nah, Cause it's not the Super Bowl. I mean, it still would have been funny to see the Rams. But it's not the Super Bowl. Honest. It still would have been funny. Uh, 49ers, 27 Seahawks, seven. That feels right. Finally. That so, feels right. We're not going to do a news around the league because there really isn't any news around the league just oh, yet. Okay. But here's the, here's the one news: 49ers quarterback Trey Lance has bro- broke his ankle and had to be carted off the field. He is done for the season. So guess who came in to save the 49ers? Jimmy, Jimmy G, G won that football game. Jimmy G won that football game. I did not know that. That's wild. So after all the off season of trying to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers. Super Bowl hopes. Now we're riding with Jimmy. Now rest with Jimmy Garoppolo. Not wild. Incredible. Uh, Cowboys 20, Bengals 17. What in the hell is going on with Cincinnati? They no invest- offensive line, by the way. They invested a lot in the offensive line. Just sounds like the Colts haven't really done Cooper, anything. Cooper Rush. Bengals had to come Two back. Two the starter. That's, hey, I don't, that's not, that's not a bad, I mean, for all the stuff we talked about, Cooper Rush didn't play a terrible game. He's two and zero as a starter. One and zero this year. Bank, listen, Bengals are zero and two. That's interesting. Uh, Russell Wilson didn't do much, but he won a football game today, sixteen to nine. Could have won by more. Thanks, Russ. I still, if I remember correctly, just from seeing social media nathaniel hackett again did not have a good game coach and for this broncos team that we thought was going to wreak havoc in the afc kind of like the colts broncos look very uh very vulnerable at this let point. me say this i've worked in sales <clears throat> for the Congrats. majority of my professional life thank you for your service okay. and companies love just hiring people based on numbers right mm-hmm. just because you make a lot of sales doesn't make you a good manager okay just because you are an offensive coordinator of an offense that puts up a lot of points doesn't and mean you're going to be a good fucking head coach and has aaron Rodgers as a quarterback yeah that too doesn't make doesn't make you a good head coach okay <laughs> okay that make you a good head coach Okay. All right, let's move it along to this game because you have to Cardinals tell me what happened. Cardinals 29, Raiders 23. Cardinals come back, okay, tie the game up. I saw the end of regulation. Kyler Murray went full, full video game on that one. Well, they got a penalty that renewed their downs. Mm-hmm. Right, so that saved them first. Fourth down, Kyler Murray finally just says, screw it, I'll run it in. I saw that. Walks in, does a little uh, fancy thing, right? Overtime. Cardinals, I, I miss I miss the beginning of overtime. But the Raiders have the football. They're marching down the field with a chance to win. Field goal wins, right? This is not a, that like, they had possession second. So the, the Raiders would have won. Hunter Renfro gets the ball punched out from behind him. Fumbles forward. Luckily, uh, Moreau falls on it and grabs. It. I mean, like this was a big moment. Okay, Raiders maintain possession. They're almost in field goal range. They get into field goal range. Hunter Renfro catches the ball, fumbles again. Defense picks it up, runs it back for a touchdown. Game over. I oh mean, just absolutely Lord. end the game. Boom! Wow. I mean, they had, they were in field goal range. It's Daniel. It's Carlson, by the way. Right, you know what I mean? Like you've got a really good field goal kicker. That boy can hit it from sixty easy. Hunter Renfro fumbled two catches in a row. Man, that's rough. That's rough. Shit happens. 
Raiders 0-2 to start the year as well. Good old Josh McDaniels having a Did great time. Did not expect time. that. Did not expect that um, out of the Raiders today. All right, let's wrap up, Andrew. Colts player of the game. All right, and let's go to social media. Um, <laughs> Matt Matt Hawk, you get it, buddy. There's no player of the game. We lost. There's you, no player you know how I feel about that. Andrew, however. No player of the game. Usually we'll pick a player of the game. Today he will not. not. this week. Not this week. All right, final thoughts. <clears throat> uh, I guess if you're the Colts, the only way to, only way to go is up. I mean, if you want to look at positively, I, I'll we'll end it on a semi-positive. If note. the Titans lose tomorrow night, we're in second. We're still tied for second. The division, the the division is still attainable, uh, but it's a burn the tape game. Burn burn the tape. Put all your focus on since on Kansas City. Start playing how this Colts team should be playing and how we know they're capable of playing, and and we'll see what happens. But I utterly pathetic and embarrassing by the Colts today. Yeah, I mean, it. that was one of the worst football games I've ever watched. As Wyatt Law says, turn off the lights on the way out. Night. All right. Well, like I said, go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at a Colts podcast. And um, I guess go Colts. <laughs> go Colts. this moment become a cherished memory and then remember a legacy is only worthwhile when there is a future to fuel god bless you and god bless football